Welcome to another episode of SaberCast. Uh, I'm your host, Mike, and uh, good to be back uh, in the podcast game uh, this week. Excited to uh, bring another podcast to you. And uh, yeah, this is episode six. Uh, eventually, uh, my hope is that I won't have to number off every episode. It'll just be another episode of SaberCast and, and it won't be really a big deal. Um, but still at episode six, so I feel like I can still kind of say uh, welcome to another episode and uh, and mention the episode number. So, wow, I talked a lot about that, didn't I? All right, well, let's just dive right in. So um, if you're uh, following the Sabres right now, you're probably pretty... I would say probably pissed off right now, or um, maybe you've given up completely. Maybe you've decided that uh, this season just is kind of a wash and and it's time to give your time to other things. Uh, The thought has come across my mind a couple times lately. I don't know if I was holding out hope for the playoffs. I'm pretty sure I made it fairly clear that uh, the playoffs were, were something that I wasn't really thinking that we would make, but I mean, when you're when you're a certain amount of points out with a certain amount of games left, it's hard not to think about it. It's hard not to at least consider the thought of your team possibly a, being a playoff team. But after this past weekend, uh, games against Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh, um, I your hopes have to be lower if not completely gone what a disappointing weekend that was and and I mean really right along the lines of last weekend when I came on the show and vented about losses to Colorado and Arizona um, you know going into this weekend you'd probably think okay well we're p- playing uh two teams that are are quite a bit better than than uh, Colorado and Arizona but you know who knows what can happen uh Tampa Bay is is still missing uh Steven Stamkos they just traded away Ben Bishop I know Vas- Vasilevsky is uh an a uh, good goalie he's not a slouch by any means but um trading away, trading away Ben Bishop was was a thing and uh, and that's what happened. And, you know, you got to kind of hope that something might be able to happen there where we could squeeze by Tampa Bay. And I don't know that anybody um, that, you know, it really follows hockey uh, outside of just the Sabres would have expected us to ever win against Pittsburgh. But um, if you watch that game, you'll know that I mean, it was right there for us to take. Uh, we we were up three nothing uh, in the first period, and uh, at the end of the first period, um, sorry, it might have been three one at the end of the first period. They might have they might have got one goal there, um, but still, we had a three nothing lead at 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 one point in the game, and uh, things were just kind of going the Sabers way. I'm I'm not gonna say that we were dominating the Pittsburgh Penguins in in by any means uh we were we were playing very well and things were were looking really good especially in the first period and 
And then just, I don't know. I mean, the Sabres just found a way to lose that game. And, and that's just kind of their MO right now is just like um, a team that does not know how to close out a game. And uh, I don't know how you teach that. I don't know how that changes. I I mean, it could be a lot of things, and I've talked about this over and over again. Um, but I, th- I think I'm at the point where something has to happen, uh, and someone needs to uh, answer for what has gone on with the Sabres and the way that they've, uh, you know, played or not played um it's just not something that um should be unaddressed and i don't know whether that comes with play player moves or that comes with uh, a coach change um it's you know it's one or the other i think like i don't know if you can really go after tim murray with this like Tim Murray's done a lot of work. I I don't I don't know. I mean, I I'm a pretty big Tim Murray fan. I just feel like he's done so much so much good work. Um there's been some trades where, you know, I've I've scratched my head a little bit, but I'm like, you know, I I kind of trust Tim Murray. I I feel like, you know, he talks about a plan that he has or like they're they're sticking to a plan or and they're always trying to get better and I I don't know. I've drank the Kool-Aid. I I'd buy into that. I feel like Tim Murray has laid out a plan for the future of this hockey team. And I just feel like, you know, it he only can do so much as a GM. Um uh, and I just feel like he's made a lot of moves. Yeah. Um I, the draft picks kind of fell in his lap because we were just such a bad team. But um I don't know. I I just feel like you know, he brought in Ryan O'Reilly and yeah, he had to give up uh, some some prospects, some pieces for that. But I mean, um, there was players on the trading block that we normally would have no chance at. And he just made that happen. Like, I mean, when Evander Kane, when it was when it was uh, being rumored that Evander Kane was available, like... I can't think of many teams that wouldn't have wanted to get Evander Kane. And it was like, you know, there was probably a lot of competition there in trying to land Evander Kane. And uh, and Tim Murray just found a way to get it done. And, and yeah, there was some pieces in that deal that, like, I wasn't super pumped that we were letting go. I, um, I had a lot of hope for Tyler Myers. I know that a lot of people had lost hope. And I mean, if you look at his his work in Winnipeg, it's not spectacular by any means. Um, but but I I don't know. I just like that was you know that was a tough trade for me. But at the at the same time, I I just trusted Tim Murray, knew what he was doing, and and I don't know. You can say what you want about Evander Kane. I just feel like the guy is a freaking good hockey player, and he brings a lot to this team, and. Like, there's a lot of elements to his game that we would really miss if if we didn't have him. And I just feel like if you can make it work, like, try and make it work. And, and I know that he's had off-ice issues, and I don't know what whether ownership maybe feels like that's, like, a game-changer and they can't work with that. 
but I think you just really got to give him, you know, a shot and and try and try and work with him somehow. Try and get it, get him through those, you know, years of his life or or whatever that he's, you know, he's gonna he's had some trouble and and he's, you know, trying to uh, trying to. Well, maybe he's not trying to get through it, but but I think you got to try and help him get through that. And and uh, you know, he's still young. Uh, he still probably has some maturity issues there and and you know if he if he helps you win and you can you can figure out some of the issues that he has then uh then I really think that it's worth keeping him around so all that to say I just don't know that Tim Murray is uh part of the problem with all this I think that he's put together um a good group of players and and you know I hate I hate going here and I hate like being the dude that you know um, decides what people's fate is uh, but I, I don't know I just I'm really leaning towards Dan Bosma being kind of the part of the issue and and I just I don't know I just don't there's something about the way this team comes like to a game day and it's just like ill-prepared that like he can't he can't get them to focus in on a 60 minute effort. And, and I just don't, I just feel like that's part of the coach's coach's job to, to, to prepare a team and have a team ready to, to go to battle. And, and if, uh, if, you know, it would never happen, but if say a player listened to this podcast and was like, you know, this, you're way off, dude. Like you, you, uh, you know, you have no idea what you're talking about. Dan Bowsman is a great coach. All this stuff. Well, I would probably say back. You know, then then what is it like? What is it about like about a, a 60 minute game that you guys can't focus in on? Because if they had played all 60 minutes of the game on on Sunday against Pittsburgh, like they had played the first 20 minutes of the first period. We wouldn't be talking about the the Sabers losing uh, two straight games and uh, remaining five points out of the playoffs. Uh, we would we would be talking about uh, a team that is three points out of the playoffs and and tied with Tampa Bay. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like there's. Uh, you know, it's one of those seasons where, you know, two or three wins really could have made a huge difference. And, and that's why I get so frustrated with, with some of the officiating that's gone against, uh, the Sabres. And I mean, I just feel like we've been on the bad end of some really, really terrible calls. And, and I get that, you know, it happens to every team. I get that there's, you know, things that, like circumstances that just, you know, you can't control and all that stuff. Like I get that. I I get it. I just, there's just something about some of these calls that it's just been so frustrating because, you know, they're turning points in a game or they just, maybe they're not even turning points, but they're, they're things in a game that change, you know, the outcome of the game directly. So, you know, there was against Pittsburgh, there was a, you know, kind of sketchy uh high stick goal where where you know the player's stick was you know questionably high uh, above the crossbar and 
And I mean, the replays to me, I, I feel like they were pretty definitive. The The stick was over his shoulder. So, um, so you know, unless he's a tiny dude, um, you know, there's there's no way that the, the stick wasn't high. And, uh, and I mean, that's just a call that, you know, that, that goal made it 3-3. And, uh, you know, there was under 10 minutes to go in the game. And it was just one of these things where I was like, well... Like, and it wasn't even 10 minutes. It was like under like six or five or whatever. And, uh, and it was just one of those, I got, I had one of those feelings where I was like, okay, you know, somehow they're going to lose this in regulation. And, and, uh, and to be honest, when they were up three, nothing, I, I even, I, it was early and I was like, okay, like, I don't really feel like this game is in the bag. I, you know, I turned, my wife was beside me and. She doesn't really watch the games, but I, I kind of turned to her and I was like, you know, this isn't, you know, it's not a good feeling when your team's up three goals and you still feel like they probably aren't going to win the game. And sure enough, they, you know, they found a way to lose. And, oh man, that's just so frustrating. Like, I don't know where you're at, but I mean, I I just feel so deflated and this is like an outlet for me. Um, I hope that some of you guys have, you know, other ways that you can get some of your frustration out because, you know, I just, I don't, I hope, I hope that it's not coming out in other ways or other areas of your life because like, man, it's so frustrating when your team, you know, you've been waiting for so long for your team to kind of get back to the, the glory years of, um, you know, some, some of the best hockey that we've played and, and, you know, we had some some years where we were conference finals and, and it was just, you know, some long, awesome playoff runs. And it's just like, since then you've just been dying to get back there. And, and I just hope like to everything that we can get there. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just been, it's been a really tough road the last like three, four years. And, and, it's just like where where are we going, you know? Where where is this uh where is this going to go and and I hope that it's just up. I hope that, you know, there's there's positive things coming. And I I I still feel like there is. Like we have a good set of players and and you start to look at some of the players coming up too and it's like once all these players are kind of in uh maybe not even in their prime but NHL ready like we could be a really dangerous team but but that one issue that that we just need to figure out is is uh the the defensive end of our team and it's just one of these things that like it's not good like we we need to be able to shut down games a lot tighter than we have been and and I know that's not all on the defense but you know it starts kind of with the defense and and uh, and I just feel like you know our our obviously our offensive players, um, our offense like players in general, the the centers, the right wings, the left wings, all need to be uh, sound defensively and and play a responsible game. But our defense, you know, they really need to lead the charge when it comes to playing a defensive game. And and I just feel like you know that's just not been happening, and and that needs to change. And we we really do need that like other stud defenseman. I think that Rasmus Ristolainen has been, 
you know, he's an exciting person to think about because, you know, if he's only, you know, whatever he is, I think he's 23 or 22. Um, I could, I could find that, but you know, bear with me. I, I, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like make you sit there while I search it, but, um, whatever, whatever age he is, I, I just think, you know, you gotta be excited about, uh, the, the future of that player. He, you know, he, I think he has a lot of room to, that, that he's going to grow, not, not to grow. I think that he's going to grow, uh, more and more as he gets more and more experience. And that's just how I find like the defensive position works. It's not like the forward position where these guys can come into the league and like within a couple years be ready to, ready to be like the best player they're going to be. I feel like when uh, a defenseman comes into the league, it takes a lot more adjusting. Um, and and I think that Rasmus Ristolainen has done an awesome job so far. And I just feel like he has, you know, room to, to get even better. And that's exciting. Um, but we do need another, like, just another really nice, solid, um, reliable defenseman. And... People would say that Jake McCabe is that guy, and and I don't think I'm not taking anything away from Jake McCabe. I I do think that he's a great defenseman. I think that he's going to be part of the solution to our defensive problems. But I do think that he's more of like a three four defenseman. Um, if you can get someone in that spot where um, it's it's Ristolainen and and the other guy, whoever insert name here. Um, leading the way when it comes to our defense, then I think that you really have something to work with there. And and that means that Jake McCabe falls into that like 3-4 position, but he's a solid part to a defensive core. And uh, and that, you know, it would just be really exciting that, that you know, that those are the three that you have to work with. And then you think about Gooley coming up. And I'm not calling Gooley a savior or anything like that. I think there's some people out there that are just like, you know, once this guy's on the team, everything's going to be different. Sure, maybe everything will be different because we'll have one extra good defenseman. I hope that he works out, and I think that they've developed, they've they've stuck to developing him in the right way. I think that's good. I'm glad they didn't keep him up here too soon. Let him develop how, how you know, a player should of his caliber and uh and let him come up when he's ready to come up and and that's kind of up to our our off front office to decide like these guys you know it's their career to to groom and scout players and um and you just got to kind of trust that they are going to do it right and i think that there's once upon a time this team kind of didn't do it right and and then sometimes i wonder if that's you know kind of what tyler myers struggled with i wanted him to be on the team too right away he just seemed so good, and I was so excited about you know what he would be. But you know, was he ready? I don't know. Like, was he? Did he get rushed? I I don't know. And and would he be a better player if he had have been, you know, uh, like just handled differently? Would he be different? I I don't know. Uh, hindsight is kind of twenty twenty, but you you just have no way of like knowing what would have happened in that scenario. So like, yeah. I I don't know, it's just a really crazy time right now and and uh 
you know, we're we're looking at a season ending soon. And you know, we're looking at I don't know, a draft pick. I don't know. I don't I don't really want to think about, you know, who we're going to draft and you know, what kind of difference he's going to make and all this stuff. I want to talk about the playoffs. I want to talk about, you know, who we're facing in the first round. I want to talk about, you know, rivalries between teams, you know, whether it's it's Boston or Toronto or even renewing that Ottawa rivalry. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't want to talk about draft picks and lottery and all that crap. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm just sick of it, you know? I, I don't know. I'm not like thinking about changing the name to like Flyers cast or I don't know anything like that. I, I, I'm with the Sabres. I just, it's, you know, it it just gets, it gets, starts to get to you and you start to think, you know, why, why am I spending all this time like watching these games and talking about it and listening about it and, you know, watching players talk about you know, the games and and all that stuff. You're like, oh man, I I spend so much of my time doing this. And, and, you know, it's just like, it feels wasted when, when you're, you're, you're never making the playoffs and, and, you know, your team just seems so flat. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I talked a lot about the Pittsburgh game. You know, it, it really, it really sucked to be there. Like, be beaten after being up three nothing it was just you know that was just a kick in the in the soft spot and uh i mean we could talk too though about tampa bay and and you know just that that shootout loss and i don't know like robin leonard if if you haven't heard the stat i mean he hasn't made a save in the shootout this year and that's like, I don't know. I, I wonder if that's ever happened before. Like, and and what do you think as a team playing that? Like, just get it on net, like, or just make a move and he's going to bite and, and you, you'll be able to put it in. I don't know. The, the Kucherov goal, if you if you didn't see it, he just kind of, and I it, apparently he in, intended to do this, but, you know, he came down, he made a move and, and he it almost looked like he like lost the puck, but he he was just like directing it towards the five hole, and he kind of did this move where like it just looked like he lost it, but really he just let it go and it went in. And I was like, oh wow, and and you know we didn't get a goal. Um, you know Sam Sam Reinhardt and Jack Eichel were our shooters, and and they, not, neither of them got to like could score a goal and and it was just I don't know it was just like one of those games where where you're like oh man you know if we could have pulled out two points here you know even if we had got three of four points in the in those two games um man we it would be just a different a different talk and I'm not saying we make we would have made the playoffs but you know we would been we would have been a lot closer than we are now and and we're kind of ahead in the games played so it's it's a little deceiving We've played, you know, more games than than anybody in the little race that we're in. So, um, so it, it that is what it is. I mean, um, all you can really look at is is the standings that that as they are, right? So, um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I I wish that you know I could have a conversation with some of you and and uh, 
and hear where you're at because like I'm just at a spot where like I'm going to watch the rest of the games but I could kind of take it or leave it, you know? I I could I could just not watch the games and and you know, I don't know. I probably would would really wonder what, you know, how they look and I like watch I still like watching to see, you know, how how our team kind of um you know, matches up against some of the other teams that we play or some of the other teams around us and and uh I don't know. I so I I just can't I can't see myself literally not watching another game, but um I've watched every single game. Like I have a service that, you know, lets me just go and watch them um whenever I want and and so I I avoid the scores as much as I can when, when I can't watch it live, but, um, because I can watch all of them, you know, I, I, I do. And, and it's just kind of one of those things where, um, I don't think that I could just not watch. And, and so I wonder if, if there's people out there that, you know, are like that where, you know, they don't want to watch, but they're going to. And then there's probably people out there that, that have just given up straight up and they're just kind of like, you know, all, I'll see what happens next year and and that's that's respectable like I mean people have lives right and people you know have other things to do and and uh and I'm not saying that I don't I just this is kind of one of those like priority things where where I guess I I chalk it up as like a pretty high priority for me and and the Sabres have been a team that I've followed for a long long time so I it's hard for me to think about not not watching so yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know really what else to talk about other than, you know, the fact that we have, you know, not too many games left. I think it's 16 and uh, who really knows where we'll end up right now. It's just kind of looking pretty bleak because we just can't seem to put a 60 minute effort together. And and I'm really curious to see what happens the rest of the, the season because if they can continue to play like that where they can't just, you know, put together a complete effort, you know, I, I really do think that that changes will be coming and you got to think that it's it's going to be coaching. I mean, I I don't doubt that there's going to be some moves in the offseason where, um, you know, I think that Tim, Tim Murray's made it pretty clear that he wants to find that defenseman and and I mean, that's probably going to happen and, and that you know, that's a good thing, but I, I do think like something's got to happen, uh, more, you know, substantial than just adding a defenseman. If we continue to play like we have and, and, uh, and I, I wonder what that'll look like. Who, who knows really. Right. And, and it'll be exciting to see what, what it is. But I mean, after those two losses on the weekend, I, you know, I'm, I'm just feeling like complete poo and and it's uh it's disappointing it's everything i mean the losing in overtime was one thing like in the shootout against against tampa when we were up three nothing and and you know we ended up losing in regulation to the pittsburgh penguins that was oh man that just that kind of sent me over the edge and and i was i was in a spot where i was just like okay like turn this off I don't think I listen to much post game reaction. Usually, I'll I'll try and listen to it like right away, 
see, you know, how everybody was, you know, feeling about the loss and all that stuff. But I just couldn't even, I couldn't stomach it. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Couldn't put myself through it. And, uh, and so I didn't. And, and then I, you know, I watched it later, but, uh, yeah, it was just, it was, it was a pretty, uh, deflating weekend. And, uh, yeah. So that's all I got for today. Uh, I, I appreciate you listening in and hopefully you're enjoying these podcasts. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not really offering you anything like too crazy where, you know, I have these amazing guests or like former players or anything like that. Maybe one day we'll get there, but um, until then, this is kind of what you're stuck with, and and I hope that you're uh, finding it somewhat enjoyable. I I have uh, potentially, you know, I'm looking at uh, adding in some some other Sabres fans along the way, and uh, and we'll see how that goes, and hopefully it all works out, and uh, hopefully that'll bring a little more, add a little more spice to to what we're uh, what we're offering here at Sabercast, but. Until then, you know, keep listening and uh, and I'll make it as, as uh, interesting and, and fun as I can. And uh, just appreciate you tuning in. So thanks again for, for listening and uh, we'll see you next time on Sabercast. <laughs>